Grace, peace to you from God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I love the feeling of the completion of a task. If you were to ever come into the office on a Monday morning, a few minutes after 8 o'clock, you'd see me hunched over my desk, multiple journals open, making lists of what it is that I need to do. And if for whatever reason in the week, if I get delayed in making those lists, and the time does come to make the lists, I make sure to inscribe the things I've already completed. That way I have the satisfaction of scratching those off as well. I love that feeling of completion. I love walking away from a task feeling like it is fully finished. When I was in college, I promised myself that I would grow up to have a career where every day I would go home knowing everything was completed and I could just leave work at work. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't very smart in college is what I found out. Didn't talk to the guidance counselor nearly enough. But you see, Maybe that's why I'm so attracted then to the final words that Jesus speaks and this moment of his crucifixion. It is finished. Three very simple words that allude to the completion of a task. And indeed, his life is complete in this moment, but with it begins something altogether new, a new way of living, a new way in resurrected life. Because, as we know, Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. You see, that's where we begin this, this day. It doesn't begin necessarily with, with Jesus being handed over and arrested. No, no, the story goes further back than that. It doesn't go back to John the baptizer crying out at the banks of the Jordan, saying, behold, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. No, it goes further than that. It goes all the way back to the story of God's chosen people, the story of Israel, the story of the Exodus, that moment that initiated the Passover festival, where in the spreading of lamb's blood on the doorposts, the angel of death chose to pass over the children of Israel as they tried to escape their bondage in Egypt. Pass the very reason why Jesus himself is in Jerusalem in the first place. This story is so foundational to the history of God and God's people. This story speaks to the very heart of who God's chosen people are. Deliverance from oppression. Deliverance from God's judgment. Liberation from slavery. This is an integral story, and on the cross this day, Jesus, the Lamb of God, gives his blood that indeed death may pass over all of creation, that all people may be liberated from the bondage of death. This work that Jesus finishes on the cross is maybe the completion of the liberating work of the Passover, but the work of liberation, you see, is never ending. Work of liberation is never complete. It's because we are liberated from our sin, it's because we are liberated from our death, that we are called to live a new kind of life. Kind of life 
that ensures that all people know this reality in their lives, that we stand up against the death-dealing ways of this world, that we stand up against systems of oppression, things like systemic racism and socioeconomic discrepancies. Because you see, we are people of God, people of liberation, it means that we say no to the death-dealing ways that we give to creation itself. That we learn that our role is to be stewards of that which God gave us in the garden, even as we stand here outside the garden tomb. It means that we must liberate ourselves from a gun culture that continues to kill our own people. We live in a society, we live in a country where there's been more mass shootings than days in the calendar so far. We need to liberate ourselves from the death-dealing ways of this world. Jesus' work on the cross is finished. That means our work is just beginning. It means that it's up to us to now take that and to choose life instead of death. It means that we must liberate ourselves from sin that others may see God's goodness in and through us. It means that we acknowledge the simple truth spoken by John himself. Indeed, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the entire world. Because you see, Christ didn't die for me. Christ didn't just die for you. Christ didn't just die for people who look like us or sound like us or vote like us or think like us. No, no, it's pretty clear. Christ died for the salvation of the entire world, entire creation, all people. That is liberation. All people are free. When all people know God's love, when all people know that their sins are forgiven, which is why today, as we stare up the cross, we walk out carrying our own, that we may share God's liberating love with the world around us. Here's the hard truth. It's very unlikely that this work will be finished in my lifetime. But here's the good news. In just two days, we're going to celebrate the truth that our life is greater than this one. We have been gifted eternal life. Indeed, we will see the fullness of God's vision for God's kingdom, the fullness of liberation for God's people, the fullness of God's love for all of creation. That, that's our gift. That's why we take upon ourselves the cross and the waters of baptism. That is why we choose to love as God first loved us. So thanks be to God for that love, willing to die, that we may learn to live. <laughs>